0: and welcome to Brady's Corner. I'm Brady, this is my corner. We've got a fabulous guest today, Mike Merrill. Um, Mike, uh, welcome to Brady's Corner. Uh, please introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about you and your company.
1: Thank you, Brady, appreciate it. Appreciate the invitation, uh, looking forward to talking. Um, so my name is Mike Merrill and uh, I am a co-founder as well as the chief evangelist of WorkMax and About Time Technologies and we are based out of Utah, just south of Salt Lake City. We've been in business for just about 20 years now, so two decades, and uh, it's been, been an exciting- it Seemed like podcast. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, some days. Some, sometimes it seems like it was 100 years ago, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, we are a company that specializes in mobile data collection, um, delivering live field data from the field to an office to the cloud. And uh, we specialize in integrations and mobile technology and things like safety and compliance and time and labor tracking and overtime and all the other things uh, that surround that. And so, um, yeah, I've been at this a long time, but before this venture, I was a general contractor and we self-performed, you know, concrete framing, labor, uh, all kinds of, uh, of, of the different trades. And so I'm kind of eating my own dog food here with, uh, with our software solution. And so myself and three of the partners uh, started this 20 years ago, and it's been an exciting ride. We we just uh, love working with all the different trades throughout the country and and even internationally. And has uh, been exciting to watch your journey as well, Brady. We see you at a lot of events, and we have a chance to collaborate here and there. So it's exciting to be on here to join you today.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just for um, the audience's uh... Uh, benefit, uh, Mike and I—that's how we met. Uh, we came across each other at several conferences over the last several years. Most recently in um, Fort Worth, and then in Scottsdale as well. Um, so, Mike, you you serve quite a bit of uh, clientele in the construction space, and also in the architecture and engineering space as well, right?
1: Yep, that is true. Most certainly, that's our wheelhouse.
0: And um, so, tell me. You know, really in general for businesses, especially as as times tighten up and, you know, we, we may see a little bit of, uh, we're seeing it now, um, some challenges in the market. Why is it important um, for people to, to tighten up their time tracking or maybe start their time tracking where they haven't before?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and we've seen this well since we started. That's why we came up with the product. There's just such a gap in not only time and labor and, and wages, et cetera, but tracking production and finding out, you know, what are we getting for this this expense? Um, it's the largest variable expense in not only construction but also more, uh, mining, oil and gas, um, energy, solar. So we serve a lot of other industries, and we market heavily in. in all of those, as well as construction, and uh, everybody seems to have the same problem. They, there's a disconnect between what's happening boots on the ground out on projects, and then also, uh, you know, when an office uh, administration team, project manager, superintendents, ownership, uh, all of those, uh, especially capital projects and other things, where there's reporting requirements, and so data gets blurred and pencil-whipped and, you know, averaged and just kind of thrown into a field in Excel or a spreadsheet or some other method of tracking. And it just seems like uh, that data is very inaccurate. And although we have all these technology tools today that that we didn't have 20 years ago when we started, it almost seems like we've maybe overcorrected collecting too much data, but not necessarily leveraging it or viewing it in a meaningful way in real time. And that's really the focus of everything that we do is we want that data in real time in front of all the stakeholders
0: yeah um and there's I was actually just looking it up there's a quote I thought it was Charles Schwab but evidently uh Drucker is uh credited with it Uh, if you can't measure it you can't improve it um and I I thought maybe that was flipped on its head with Charles Schwab if you can measure it you can improve it um but I'd have to to dig a little more into that but so tell me that like what do you and what do you see mostly that that you would like to improve upon at um you know for example construction companies maybe they're measuring um you know some of the the folks on the fields time um, but what about folks in the office is that is that also important to measure and if so why and how
1: yeah m- uh, most certainly I mean most uh, and it's not just compliance and wage and labor laws and overtime rules and all these uh, union uh different things you know, um, certified class, uh, certified projects, um, certified payroll, all of these areas um, have reporting requirements. And so whether it's an architect that's, you know, working on blueprints uh, and they need to, to cost their time to a certain project or certain phases of a project, or it's somebody out in the field that's that's laying conduit, you know, and doing earthwork and excavation and compaction and all those things, these tools that, that we've developed and uh, that that our customers really have have come to depend on heavily for their day-to-day operations are a way that companies can just have that instant visibility. And so, again, whether it's office staff, they're even salaried. I mean, it it really, it's not just, um, you know, putting their thumb on the wages and controlling overtime, but it's more like, you know, finding out where your money's really going. Uh, it'd be, it's like a personal budget at home. If you really want to, you know, if, you, if you're if you into the Dave Ramsey stuff or some other mentor that that is advising on finance, uh, they're going to tell you, you've got to have a budget and you've got to be strict. You've got to record all those expenses. Well, companies, and I was guilty of this same thing and, and everybody I knew had the same challenge. They're just lumping labor into some big number and um, not necessarily doing a lot to manage that mid process. And so- uh, like your quote, and it's funny. I just did a regional CFMA presentation, and I shared that exact quote in my my slide deck. Um, you know what? What gets measured gets improved, essentially. And so,
0: so who did you attribute that to, Drucker or Schwab? It was
1: Drucker actually on my slide. So I know I th- I've heard Charles Schwab uh, say it might be. Um, you know, I know I know people say you know you can't manage what you don't measure, or you know various.
0: Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, but in any case. Uh, 're every hour that ticks by every minute, I mean you're you're spending money. And so if you're if you're in concrete and you're buying a yard of, of, of concrete mix or uh, you're a framing contractor and you're buying a sheet of plywood, those are fixed costs. And although with the supply chain shortages and different challenges and fluctuations of those costs, you know you get price sheets, you get lists, you might have updates every month, you know what those are going to cost you. And so you can estimate very accurately, but with labor, it's a variable. Like you, you really don't know. I mean, you can guess and, and, and estimate and your best uh, way to estimate accurately is to look at the past, the history, what you've done previously. What did this crew do? What did this, what did this individual perform at as far as a production level? How many units per hour did he put in place? Well, if you're dumping garbage in the front end of the spreadsheet by just estimating a pencil whipping and just lumping in this big number on a Friday afternoon at 3.30 before I have to turn my uh, weekly time card in, then the data is only as good as, as the way that you've collected it. And so if we could put a, you know, a thumbtack on that thing and just keep it tight all the way through in real time as you go throughout the week, you'll have live visibility, like a dashboard on your vehicle, looking at your fuel gauge or your RPMs, right? Um, And when there's red light warnings and things that you need to do to take corrective action, you need to know that now, not later. And the average time period that I hear all the time is three to four weeks from the time that something actually happened till it hits the seven or eight or nine or more different processes in a business to actually get that data to the final point that it needs to arrive at in order to make a decision. And so, you know, if you're looking at your fuel gauge, well, three weeks is too long if you you know, right. you run out on day two. Uh, so so you've really got to uh, have visibility into that data as soon as you possibly can, if you want to be accurate. And also if you want to make better decisions to take corrective action on those problems. So what we do is we give that visibility to people in real time, all the time, all that key data that's important to each individual based on their role or, or the project is shared with those that need to see it. So they know now where they're at, as opposed to well, if you're in a basketball game and they hide the, the scoreboard and they hide the clock until the last two minutes of the game, I mean, you know, you may feel like you're winning, but you're, you're losing big time, you're getting just spanked. And so uh, this is one way that the companies can have that scoreboard live and watch that as they're going through this project.
0: And Mike, can you give me an example of two things? You know, um, an example of that. You know, red red zone product. Uh, um, you know, example uh, the the red zone the red zone issue you talked about, as well as how how do you measure real time throughout the week?
1: Yeah. So the the first thing is, um, for example, um, we we connect to estimating systems as well as you know European accounting. So. We pull the estimate in from from a system. It can be managed directly in ours, but if you're using an estimating system, we can pull that data in directly. So when we're collecting labor, we're pushing that in to a field that is measured against the estimate as you go. So because we're tracking that in real time, when you get, let's say, you think this this particular phase of project is going to take 30 days, and you've got to do 100 units an hour by the end of the 30 days in order to complete it on time. Well. You get to day 20 or 25 and you find out you're only 63.9% completed on production for the hours that you've spent in a 30 day period. And so what can happen is you can figure out, okay, wow, we've got to pick up the pace. We've got to figure out what's slowing us up. Is it weather related? Do we have not enough guys there? Are we short people? Do we have too many people? And now we're actually slowing down production. So you can move those levers as you're going through the project. And, and so you you see it's going to get red here soon before it gets red. And if it gets red, then you may need to investigate and say, oh, man, we had some change orders that weren't documented. The budget wasn't updated. And that's something we hear all the time. Companies aren't necessarily billing for change orders that occurred. Or they're doing extra work that nobody got a signature on, and so our product can, you know, do the change orders and, and get the signatures and do all those things also to help help keep the compliance side of the agreement in place. But uh, but that's an example of knowing that you're going to go red line before you even get close to getting there and taking corrective action so that you actually don't.
0: And, and I would, I would think in certain periods of year uh, of the year, it's, it's especially important before, um, if you're working for the government before their fiscal year in closes, I mean, we're about to have, we're in Q4 right now. Right. So, you know, the final, uh, final quarter of this calendar year, otherwise it's, it's tough to get some change orders after the fact. Right. So
1: very much so. Yeah. And, and and that's the other thing, um, you talk about, um, you know, what, what gets measured gets approved. Well, when you have a tool that can in real time get those signatures, when, when, as soon as something's identified, you could take the pictures and get the signatures and get the approval. Well, now you're also, you're very likely to get paid and paid in a timely manner and not have a dispute or a lawsuit or, or arguments. And that's the thing that we hear as companies say, you know, I just get a check now instead of an argument, you know, because I've got these tools in place.
0: Much nicer, much nicer. Yeah. Well, um, you just celebrated. You just had your 100th episode of the Mobile Workforce Podcast. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, number one, um, who who was on the episode, um, and also, you know, what what types of things do you cover in your Mobile Workforce uh, Podcast, and how do we how can we listen to that? I guess it was- yeah. Uh, thank up you. To the mobile Workforce, or
1: yeah, it's it's called the Mobile Workforce Podcast, and we're on Apple, uh, iTunes. Um, you know Spotify, Stitcher, all the different uh, Amazon, uh, Google podcasts. So everywhere podcasts are found, and you can search that up and just hit the subscribe button. And Brady, you've been a guest on it as well. That was that was a lot of fun to chat with you at your call. But I wasn't
0: the 100th episode.
1: <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you were not. You you would have been a great one though. Um, so actually, what what we did is uh, we hired a new CRO recently. Um, he's from the uh, estimating side of construction and mining and energy, and uh, has a lot of and safety, a lot of experience. Uh, his name's Ron Babich, and I think you know Ron. I, um, he actually came to your conference for just a minute and uh, visited um, down there in Scottsdale. But uh, had Ron interview me um, instead of me interview a guest and, and talk about those same things. You know what we've talked about and learned. Um, we we cover a lot of things that are um, related to not only you know, the kind of stuff that we do, but also what's impacting the industry? What what is the economy looking like? Um, We've had Aniban Basu, who's an economist, speaks at a lot of events nationally. Um, We got other guests, uh, you know, like a a Christian Berger, that's a consulting firm for uh, software selection. Um, We've had people with NAWIC, National Association for Women in Construction, and uh, talk about um, the impact that women are having on the construction industry. Uh, we've had Stuart Binstock, the current uh, outgoing, he's getting ready to retire, um, CEO of the, uh, of the uh, CFMA, which is Construction Financial Management Association. And Stuart actually, instead of talking about finance, we had him come on and talk about suicide awareness and the importance of safety in construction. And things that really impact companies, uh, maybe, you know, it all hits the bottom line, but it's, it's not the first thing that comes top of mind. We're thinking dollars. And we're thinking of you know production and things that, that we solve, but um, but there's other areas of the HR side that impact what uh, what a company is able to do as far as performance and um, also culture. We've got customers on uh, K Post Roofing. They did the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and and uh, you know really a big national roofer um, down in the Dallas Fort Worth area, um, and they talked about. You know what what they do in their company culture to recruit and and help retain employee uh, employee talent, and then also uh, you know just other companies that are doing things like uh, setting up trainings for high school students to get into the trades because that's, that's another problem. That's
0: very important. That's very important, yeah. and uh, no more than than now and today, Mike, as chief evangelist uh, for your company. What's what's the number one thing when you go to these conferences that, that you want people to know about? You know, whether they use your product or not, like what do you what do you tell architecture firms, engineering firms, construction firms?
1: I think the biggest thing is um, and, and this has always been true, um, and it's good, it's it's similar with, with lots of software solutions, but um, the things that we help companies really ratchet down on and get a get a finger on is those. Uh, those dollars that are, I, I always taught this it's like the, the sacred money. It's the extra money. You can take it from one pocket and put it back into your other pocket instead of doling it out to these wasted processes and these things that are inefficient. And so I think the biggest thing is, is that there's a lot more money, a lot more profit and production hidden in these little details around that labor, boots on the ground, real time, that, that you can pick up right now, you don't have to wait. Um, when you save on payroll or you reduce overtime, you're not only reducing the wages and the, the cost and expense of payroll, but also your liability and your work comp insurance is based on gross payroll. And so you're reducing your rates on those things. And uh, so there's a lot of un, untapped dollars that companies are not enjoying, that they're doing all the work to get but they're just not realizing those. So I just, I want companies to investigate further and just say, you know, let's look at this loss calculator, and plug in a few numbers and just see, even if you could pick up five or 10 minutes a day of production in your, in your field uh, personnel, what would that look like? And, you know, a hundred employee company can easily save half a million to a million dollars by putting a tool like this in place of direct dollars that they are already earning and they, they never see. And so what can you do with that capital? If you're running on a 10% profit margin and you save 500 grand on something that you're already doing, well, that's, I mean, that's like doing five more million dollars of production. Yeah. Yeah. And so opportunity cost. And it's it's just, uh, it's amazing when we talk to companies, I've got another trip planned next week. We're going to NECA down in Austin, Texas. And I've got four or five customers lined up that we're going to visit and talk to them about you know, what they're say, uh, saving and what they're realizing with, with these things. And I know um, we've done case studies with some of them already and just want to dig in a little further. Many of them are saving half a million to a million plus dollars a year that last year or two years ago before they put something in place, they they weren't getting. So uh, right. it's exciting. It's exciting.
0: Well, that's great, Mike. Well, thank you, Mike. That's just about all the time we have today. Thank you everybody for joining us at Brady's Corner. Hey, Mike, uh, can you recap again how folks can get in touch with you or also follow your podcast
1: and listen? Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, So it's uh, just the the website address is just uh, workmax.com, W-O-R-K-M-A-X.com, just like it sounds. And uh, you can email me if you, if you have questions or any interest in anything we've talked about today, just directly at mike@abouttimetech.com at And then our podcast is called The Mobile Workforce Podcast. And again, it's found everywhere that podcasts are, uh, are discovered. And we actually um, received uh, a few awards for it recently, found out we're in the top 5% of all podcasts in the world when it comes to all the scores and the metrics of consistency and, and listening. Uh, listenership. So That's fantastic.
0: Congratulations, Mike. And now where where's the next event? I'm not going to be at NECA next week in, in Austin. Are you going to be doing the AGC CFMC?
1: Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, we've got, uh, yeah, in fact, we're we're at, uh, next month, we've got three events at one time. So we're splitting uh, resources and putting people at different places. Some of them we're just registering as attendees to go and participate. We're not available so people um, but uh, yeah, we've got uh, like I said, Nika next week. I actually have a couple of guys that flew out to Chicago today for an ISSA conference. It's uh, janitorial work. We haven't done that one before, but uh, we yeah. have some, yeah. some companies in that business and industry. So they said, go you're missing out. You should come with us." So we're gonna give that one a whirl, and you know, lots of other things coming up uh, here in the fall that, that we're excited. So I'll, I'll see conference. you
0: Vegas at that the the AGC CFMC one then.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, AGC CFMA. I think. Uh, is it next month? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, very good. Very good. We'll see you there. And uh, if anybody's listening, uh, wants to, wants to meet us there, uh, please do reach out. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Have a great one.
1: Thanks.
0: And uh, make sure to give uh, Brady's Corner a like and a follow and a share. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.